Hello and welcome to today's Bible broadcast episode. Today we are starting in the content of the book of Mark. So I encourage you to grab your Bible and join me in Mark number one as we read verses one to four on our Bible broadcast episode today. The Bible says, The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preach the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. I think it's pretty clear by the first four verses of this book that Mark was someone that did not beat around the bush. He got straight to the point. A commentator said it this way, Using only eight verses, Mark encompasses the Old Testament, cites the prophets, describes the ministry of John the Baptist, and then introduces Jesus. Matthew, he spent time at the beginning of his gospel record giving a genealogy of Jesus, showing that he had the right to be the physical king of the Jews. As we look at the gospel of Luke, he spent time in chapter 3 giving the genealogy of Jesus that showed that he had the right to claim that he was God. But when we come to Mark, we see a different approach. He, He just gets straight to Jesus. I want you to notice with me, Three things from verses 1 through 4, and uh, next uh, next week, next Monday, we'll be looking at some more verses, but today we're just going to be looking at three things from verses 1 to 4. First, I want you to notice the profession. The profession. Mark starts his gospel record clearly, concisely, and boldly. He clearly says that Jesus is the Son of God. Mark wanted to make it clear to the whole world that he believed Jesus was God manifested in the flesh. Now, unfortunately, we don't have the time in this episode to to look at all of the entire scope of the doctrine of Jesus Jesus being God, but suffice it to say that the Bible says that Jesus was God, and that settles it. I will, though, give you one verse that is very clear on the deity of Jesus, and it's found in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, where the Bible says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Now, the verse continues on, but we'll stop there. We see that God was manifest in the flesh. Of course, we go to John 1 and look at John 1, 1, 1 14, and there's so many verses that clearly claim that Jesus was God, and Mark affirms this, and he professes boldly and clearly at the very beginning that Jesus was God. We see he professes that Jesus was God, but we also see that he professes that that Jesus was the good news. That word gospel, it, it means good news, and Jesus had come, and with Jesus coming meant the gospel was here. Oftentimes, we separate the gospel and Jesus, but my friend, you can't have the gospel without Jesus, because the gospel is the good news that Jesus Christ was died on the cross, was buried, and rose again on the third day. And it is through him and him only that we can be saved. We see that he professes that Jesus was God, and we see he professes the gospel. Second, we see the prophecies. Mark 1-2 reminds us of a prophecy that was given in Malachi 3-1. The prophecy recorded here is one that promises that there would be one coming that would prepare the way for the one. 
And we know that John the Baptist was that one coming to prepare the way for the one, which was Jesus Christ. Then as we come to Mark 1.3, we, we get another prophecy. And that prophecy is found in Isaiah 40, verse 3. We see a description of this man, this forerunner to the Messiah. He would be one crying in the wilderness. He would come and proclaim that the Lord is coming. He, he would cry aloud in the wilderness. He, he, would, he would make it clear, hey, we need to make his path straight. Hey, there is one that is coming. And we see that that is our job today. Oftentimes we think, oh man, those Old Testament prophets, you know, that was just for them. No, we have a similar job. We're to say, look, we there is a Messiah that is coming again. We know he already came once, but he is coming again. We need to go to the highways and hedges and compel him to come in and tell everyone that Jesus has come and is coming again. And we see that when we do that, we are fulfilling what God desires that we do. The Bible tells us that we are to go ye into all the world. I love a sticker that I saw Macedonia World Baptist Missions put out, and it said, go ye means me. And I am so thankful that God has given us the responsibility to tell the world that Jesus Christ has come and is coming again. So we see the prophecies. But third, I want you to notice here lastly, the person, the person. Of course, these prophecies are in reference to a man that we know as John the Baptist, but he was one that God chose to use as the forerunner of Jesus. Now, I want you to notice his ministry here. In verse 4, there can be contention around verse 4. There can be debates and um, some disillusionment that is found here in this verse, but I want you to notice It says here that he was baptizing people for the remission of sins. Now, what does that mean? I want to make clear, first of all, that baptism is only and simply an outward sign of an inward belief. Baptism does not save a person. It has never saved a person. It simply shows on the outside what God did on the inside. Now, the verse here may seem to indicate that John was preaching that, oh, in in order to be saved, that word for, in order to be saved, you have to be baptized, or in order for your sins to be remitted, you, you need to be saved, or you need to be baptized. But to the contrary, I want you to picture a wanted poster in a post office. Maybe if I were to walk in and I were to see a, a wanted poster, hopefully I wouldn't see my face on there. Hopefully you wouldn't see yours either. But if you were to see a wanted poster in a post office and it read, John Smith, wanted for murder. Now, I can tell you for sure what that does not mean. That does not mean that if you need someone to murder someone for you, or John Smith wanted in order to murder, basically they weren't looking for somebody to murder. No, that's not the case at all. What what was being said here? It's John Smith wanted because of murder. That makes more sense, doesn't it? As we look here in the Bible and we see that it says for the remission of sins, it's because of the remission of sins. He preached the baptism of repentance because of the remission of sins. Friend, if you've been saved, if your sins have been forgiven, God desires that you be baptized. Why does he desire that you be baptized? Because it outwardly identifies you with what God did on the inside. 
Baptism is a picture. You're buried in the likeness of his death, raised to walk in newness of life, just as Jesus was raised. The same here is seen in this verse in the illustration that we give John Smith wanted for murder. Because of murder, John Smith was wanted. Not in order to murder, we want John Smith, no. The same is true here. John the Baptist was preaching the baptism of repentance because of your sins being forgiven. Friend, if your sins are forgiven today and you've never been baptized, the Bible says that you need to be baptized. The Bible says in the Great Commission, what I've already referenced earlier in this podcast episode, is that if you're saved, you go into all the world and you preach the gospel to every creature, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, that is the commission. Once you're saved, you should get sunk. And then once you're sunk, you should get sent. And we see John the Baptist here was preaching the same message that we preach today, that Jesus was here. Jesus has come to this world, that the Savior is on his way, and he's here. And friend, the Savior is on his way. We're just waiting for that great trumpet to sound. We're to be raptured out of here as the church. And I encourage you today, be busy about the Father's business. Be busy witnessing to others, telling others that Jesus is coming and has come. And friend, if you're saved, I encourage you, do what the Bible says and be baptized. Well, as we've looked at verses 1 through 4 today, I pray that you've received a blessing, maybe an encouragement. Or maybe you're listening and you say, you know what, I need to be baptized. Well, I encourage you, today would be a great day to reach out to your local church and get that set up. I pray that you have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week and a good weekend. We look forward to being with you next Monday as we continue in our study of Mark. Have a great day.